With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are not prepared. You are not prepared! I just want to make this announcement that this was recorded at the end of April. We tried to get somebody to edit it and, well, they never edited it, but I wanted to get it out there, so I edited it and now I'm going to be editing from now on so they will get out on time. But I thought it was still good, so here you go. Alright, welcome back! We're back! Yay! Yeah. Alright, so we're going to start off with what we've been doing in the game. I am no longer on Windseeker. <laughs> you cheated. Yeah. Um, you cheating on me with another player. But uh, Windseeker has been uh, kind of going down, down, down. I've been watching the uh, server population and I decided after talking with some other people that we were going to transfer and I transferred. So I am now on Pagel and hey, Brandon is still on Windseeker. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's my it's my page. I still have a couple of tunes still on Windseeker, but I hardly ever signed on to them. In fact, yesterday was the first time I signed on to them in a while. So, yeah, but... Much uh, I've been leveled up other tunes on over there. I've been doing some ZA, some raiding, but not really very much at all. Because uh, Wrath is about to come out, so I haven't really felt the need to do it. But uh, I'm kind of going to get into it before Wrath comes out, so I can just get some better gear. So whenever Wrath comes out, we could just hopefully just run through all the dungeons and not have to worry about uh, going slow. That's what I'm hoping. So, cross my fingers and I'm not wasting my time. But I'm going to be tanking, leveling up and then probably going ret after we get up there. I don't know. Time will tell. So, uh, Brandon, what you been doing? Oh, so many things. So many of the things. So... Shaman. Okay, first off, I left the guild I was in. A lot of stuff happened there. Won't go into it. Yeah. But left the guild I was in, started my own with some buddies. Uh, we called it Dalaran Dumpster Fire. I'm allowed to talk about it because I'm an officer. <laughs> uh, you saw it. We're going to it. You don't like Huh? You saw it. Asked me to join. So. Yeah, we, well, it's just because I don't know who you're, what tunes you have over here still. Uh, the shaman and the priest. And priest, okay. 
but we've got that guild. Um, it's mainly going to be we're we're going to try to turn it into a semi car a semi hardcore guild, but uh, we're we're not recruiting really until Wrath, just because the server's kind of it's not dead, but people are waiting until Wrath to do anything. Yeah. And um, my other officers have stepped back until Wrath comes out, so it, it would just look like the, the guild was dead. I mean, we're still, I still play, we still got people who play, they're just uh, doing their own thing so right now until Wrath comes out. You think when pre-patch hits, then that's when everybody will start coming back, or you think I'm, right when it hits? I'm thinking when pre-patch hits because they're going to let you play DKs. And a couple probably. of people want to play DKs. A couple of people come back for that, and some people probably won't come back until Wrath. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, they'll, they'll, doing want, they'll want to come back for P-Patch anyways to get their, uh, talent spec and, uh, get to try it out. And, yeah. Inscription, you know. Yeah. Things like that. But, yeah. Um, my shaman joined another guild right now called Inappropriate by Nature. Um, I've talked to them already. I was able to use their name at and it, um, they told me that I was, you know, they, they asked me if I, if I could run with them, so I did. Um, I joined one of their raids, and then they asked me to join um, on Enhancement. And I've cleared with them, I've cleared BT, I've cleared Hygel. I have um, each, like, couple of weeks now, three or a month now, I've been doing that. Um... So Top Shelf Dank has been just as far, well, actually now has been further than Savage because Savage has never downed um, Illidan or Archimond, but Top Shelf has. Is, uh, that, the, is that the guild who uh, asked you to come and you're like, well, I'm not really geared? And yes. they said, I don't care, and they just fed you the gear? Yeah, pretty much. I got yeah. fed some pieces of gear. Uh, not really... They're not bad gear, but um, it, it's some of it's actually best in slot. So yeah, yeah, that was a that was good times. It was a lot of fun, to say the least. Uh, I did. Um, let's see what else have I done? I've been working. I was working on a warrior until I got in trouble. Um, so I can't play the warrior anymore. I've worked on. My druid son, my druid, my baby druid, is now level 35, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm working on another druid. And I plan on, when everything is said and done with Wrath and, and Wrath comes out, I plan on using, if they have a boost, I'm going to boost my, I'm going to boost another druid on Pagel. Oh, okay. I'll let you then, okay. I'm gonna do, yeah, I'm going to roost another, another druid on Pagel. And that's going to be a Boomkin druid. Boomy! So I'll have, yeah, so I'll have all three specs, and I can play all three specs. Okay, yeah. Well, four, but, there's four specs, but, you know. Well, not really. There's Restoration, then there's Feral. Well, there's Feral DPS and Feral Tank, but, you know. Well, yeah, but they're the same spec. They're just, uh, depending on what form you're in. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I've just kind of been gathering mats, um, trying to make as much money as I can, kind of stack, doing some dailies and just kind of stacking gold, so I'll have it for uh, when Wrath drops, so we can, um, so I can start busting, you know, going through there as quick as possible, I guess. 
I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm also going to make it like a job. Have certain times I take breaks and then play for the rest of the time. Yeah. Scheduled breaks. Uh, other than that, I think... I think that's about all I've been doing. Like I said, I just uh, I, I try to raid each week. Still try to make rare raids. I think the biggest news is just me changing guilds. Um, that's kind of what I did. We, I joined a guild called Nocturnal, and we moved the whole guild to uh, Pagel. And we're only yeah, we're, we're we're only recruiting classes that we need. So don't ask me if you can get in because. Chances are, yeah, we don't need you. <laughs> Chances are, I won't be able to get in because I'm going to be a bunkin druid. But yeah, but we'll see. All right, so let's talk about the sad news first. Get that out of the way. Uh, former World of Warcraft and Diablo developer Travis Day has passed away. Now, uh, he. Had a 13-year career working in World of Warcraft, Diablo 3, StarCraft, and more. He was 41 years old. Uh, his brother also worked for uh, Morgan Day. And uh, Rachel had posted, Morgan and I are sad to share that our brother Travis Day passed away at 41 years old. Travis is uh, loved greatly by friends and family and will be deeply missed. So... Now, he's known throughout the community by his character, Indelmar. He gained fame after showcasing the, at the time, severely underestimated capabilities of DPS warriors in the original World of Warcraft beta test, leading to quick nurse and a lasting legacy. This similar work in theory crafting helped him land a job at Blizzard Entertainment in 2005, alongside his brother, Morgan Day, who now serves as associate game director. In more than 13 years at Blizzard, Travis spent time on every major franchise, including every World of Warcraft expansion through Legion and Diablo III Reaper of Souls, where he was honored by items such as Ramaladini's Blade of Cooling, Ramaladini's Gift, and the WoW TCG Indelmar card. Travis left Blizzard in 2018, continuing his career game Design at Phoenix Labs and Lightspeed LA. So, it's a big killer in the community. Yep. So, just want to give him props for that. He had a good career in, in WoW. 41 years old, man. That's still really young. Yeah. Still very, very young. So, let's move on to Hunters Will Not Really Weave in Wrath Classic, and it has been confirmed. Now, you've played a Hunter. I'll let you talk about that. Alright, there's a blue post that was uh, put up after some people were um, getting mad that they couldn't melee weave. Um, well, it's really not supposed to be a thing anyway, but Blizzard posted this post. Hello, I wanted to follow up on this and put a bit of pin in it and confirm that this is not a bug. The current behavior and interactions between auto shot and melee swing timers is intended and it correctly matches 3.3.5 intended wrath behavior. 
Performing a melee attack resets your ranged swing timer. Performing an auto shot resets your melee swing timer. Arcane shot and other abilities are not affected. Casting arcane shot without doing an auto shot does not reset the melee swing timer. This is also one of those situations where we don't have to even guess his intent as this all traces directly back to a task we have in our taskbar, our task database entered in July of 2008 by one of the designers that was specifically targeted at ending the interaction. So what it is is you're you go in for an attack like an auto swing and it doesn't re it 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 didn't at the time reset your 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 timer so you're able to get an auto swing and a raised attack off pretty much simultaneously and you weren't supposed to be able to do that when you do one it's supposed to reset the other one i mean yes so you can so you can do it but they were being able to do both of them pretty much at the same time and uh that's what they were. They were they were weaving in melees with auto shots, and um, it just it causes it wreaks a whole bunch of different havoc. Yeah. Um, when you when you do that, so um, it's it's a change that only to me only the real sweaty and uh, really want to parse high uh, hunters will have a problem with. I don't think normal hunters ever do melee weaving. So. Alright, so. Next thing. The Scourge Invasion event. Wrath Classic pre-patch. It is in the beta. So, you can go there and check it out. The zombie plague will go live on the Wrath pre-patch PTR. And we have prepared a guide for the entire Scourge Invasion event that will take place during the Wrath Classic pre-patch. Now, phase one of the Scourge Invasion event is the Zombie Invasion! During the Zombie Invasion, there will be new quests, new vendors, new items, a new boss in Karazhan, and several new bosses in select Azeroth dungeons. I will be doing Karazhan. Yep. Originally, phases one through three lasted one full day. Phase... Four started 21 hours into day three. Phase five began 18 hours into day four. And phase six began about halfway through day five. Excuse me. The first three phases were fairly straightforward. Phase four introduced the largest number of changes, including quests, new drops, and other stuff. Other fun stuff. Each phase lists important information. If there is no entry, there are no changes for here from previous phases. Now, you're infected duration. This is the duration of the spell. You're infected between the time you've been infected and when you will turn into a zombie. This gets progressively shorter over the phases. This can be cured, but only before you actually become a zombie. So, what happens is, uh, like, you get bit or something, you get infected, and you got to be cured before the time runs out, or you become a zombie and you have no control over your character. New quests. New quests introduced in this phase. New NPCs. New NPCs introduced in this phase. Not monsters. New monsters. New monsters introduced in this phase. And uh, also in phase one, Trouble in Booty Bay. This will uh, 10 minutes to zombiehood. New NPCs. Argent healers. They're capital C's. They're the ones that cure you. Conspicuous crates begin showing up in Booty Bay. 
These crates barred by green haze that will give your infected to anyone who tries to open them. Of course, we all know what's going to happen here. Surely everyone will avoid Booty Bay, practice social distancing and proper sanitation, and not run, portal, or herd to highly populated areas. And which is what people do. They go to Stormwind and infect everybody. Argent healers will appear in capital cities. These NPCs can cure your infected. They can be identified by their white and black tabards. When clicked, they will say, The Lich King is attempting to make his presence known. We must not let this occur. So, yeah, oh. I, I oh. see a picture of it. Uh, looks uh, like a white sun type thing in crest. Alright, Blizzard's Blue Post. How to join the Wrath Classic PTR. If you're still not testing PTR with us and you want to, We've made it easy to get started, just follow these steps. Log into Blizzard Account Management, select Games and Subscriptions, and in the Starter Editions of Public Test Regions section, select Create PTR Account. Click the Create Account button. And then join the PTR, open the Blizzard Battle.net app, and select World of Warcraft Classic from your games list. And in the selector above the Play button, change your region account to Public Test Realm Classic. Click Install or Update to install the PTR client. This becomes a play button when ready. Click play to log on to PTR and select any of the available test servers. Create a new test character or copy over character from your live account using the copy character button. Enter the game and test the new content. So, it's, it's about to happen. It's yeah. about to happen. All right, yeah, it's going to so, be fun for sure. So when something like this happens, what do the players do? Well, Wrath Classic build data mod, boosted character gear, spell changes, and WoW TCG items. So it goes in here to list uh, what the gear is for the boosted characters. It don't really tell you what they... It tells you what they are, but it doesn't have the stats or anything. And... Uh, it shows a glyph, uh, teleport scroll, Stormwind Harbor, teleport scroll from the Menethil Harbor, uh, Northrend Adventuring Supplies. So that's all, you know, in a bunch of uh, gear called Collective, and then whatever the gear is. Collective Body, Collective Cloak, Collective Gloves, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so that's all to boosted character that you're going to be able to do. Now, spell name changes for Warlocks. Uh, you don't say the spell name. Oh. Subjugate Demon. Uh, and then it says Enslaves and it's marked out. Subjugate the target demon up to 59, forcing it to do your bidding while Enslaves is marked out. Subjugated. The time between the demon's attacks is increased by 30% and casting speed is slowed by 20%. Lasts up to 5 minutes. So the name changed from Enslaved Demon to Subjugate Demon. Yes. And uh, I think that's practically all of them. Enslaved demon to subjugate demon. Yep, yep, yep. All right. The glyph. Glyph of subjugate demon. Reduces the cast time of your slaves marked out. Subjugate demon spell by 50%. Name changed from glyph of slave demon to glyph of subjugate demon. Now, new abilities added. Wow, TCG items? Question mark. So, bananas, right click to summon, dismiss, banana. Ook, ook. 
So, pet. Big Battle Bear. Someone's dismissed the rideable Big Battle Bear. This is a very fast mount. So, there's a mount. Blazing Hippogriff. Someone's dismissed the rideable Blazing Hippogriff. This mount changes depending on your riding skills. So, there's a flying mount. Desecration. Your playing strikes have a chance to cause a grasp of the dead effect for seven yards around the target. Targets in their area are slowed by 25%. Effect number two, apply aura, periodically trigger, spell, modifies, damage, healing, done. Desecration. Your playing strikes have a chance to cause the grasp of the dead effect for seven yards around the target. Tar and just for, oh, targets in the area are slowed by 50%. In the other one, I said 25. Effect number two, apply aria, periodically trigger, spell, modifies, damage, slice, healing, done. There's a lot. Are we going to say or what? <laughs> uh, where was I at? Desecration arm. Now there's a dragon kite, which you can click to summon or dismiss. Ethereal soul trader, which you can click that. I don't know exactly what that is. Glyph is subjugate demon. Uh, it says that they changed the name. Hippogriff hatchling is a pet. Or yes, pet. Yeah. Inferno summons a meteor from the twisting nether, causing 200 fire damage and stunning all enemy targets in their area for two seconds. I'm just making sure this is recording, so, uh, let's see, I don't know why it's repeating itself, okay, Magic Rooster, never heard of this one, someone dismissed their rideable Magic Rooster, no, seriously, this is a very fast mount, okay, increases speed by 0%, okay, why, <laughs> okay, anyways, Ritual Subjugation, a Doom Guard by sacrificing the health of a ritual participant. Rocket Blast fires a massive rocket into the distance. Rocket Chicken. That's a pet? Yep. Spectral Tiger Cub. Teleport Medicinal Harbor. Teleport Stormwind Harbor. Okay. Oh, I think that's uh, something you get with a boosted character or something like that. Or when you first start Wrath. I don't know. Tuscar Kite. Right-click to summon. Dismiss your kite. Wintergrass BG Alliance Player Tool. And there's also a Horde Player Tool. Willy White Rhino. Did you have that? In yes. I thought it sounded familiar, but... Oh, here we go. X-51 Nether Rocket. And also the X-51 Nether Rocket Extreme. Is it the Extreme one the one that uh, somebody else can jump into? Um, no, that's the... I'm pretty sure that's what that is. One second. Well, I don't say. Uh, teach how to summon this mount can only be summoned at Outland or Northrend. It's a very fast mount. Extreme Riding Rocket is a very fast mount. Da, 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 da. Okay. Well, I don't know. I could have swore that was the one that was a uh, recruiter friend one. But I guess not. 
Anyways, I thought Recruiter Fred would be coming, but uh, either A, they have an announcer, or B, uh, they're not going to do it. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't, I mean, I, I haven't been watching. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. But uh, I think that's all for that. I think all the other ones are like over a week old and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it looks like uh, they haven't said anything about. I mean, I know that there was some stuff that they were doing. Let's see. I'll find it. Uh, like how to get your uh, your your mount. How to get your flying in Northman. Yeah. No, I can't remember what it what it was. How to get your flying? I heard it was sixty eight, and uh, I do remember the you bought the tome of cold weather flying in Dalaran. I do remember that, so I'm guessing it's gonna gonna be the same way. But I also read that it's going to go across your account I don't know whether it's on the same server or not but I will be happy for that because that after I level one up to max uh, I said 68 but 78 uh, yeah. after I level up to max and I can maybe get on a different tune and actually fly around and do quests faster I don't know which I'll probably, after I get max level, I'll probably go back and doing the quest anyways. So one, I'll just decimate everything. Until I get higher level. But I haven't quite decided yet. So, yeah. Yeah, it says here 77. Yeah. But so on cold weather flying, you must be level 77 and no expert riding or flight form. When you're ready, head to the trainers in Crassus' Landing in Dalaran. Yep. Uh, right by A3 the... Not Storm right Peak. beside the Flightmaster, but in that area of the Flightmaster. Yeah. Here it also offers the Tome of Cold Weather Flying, which allows your alts to learn Cold Weather Flying at level 68. Roxy Ram Rocket at K3 in Storm Peaks and Pilot Vic at... River's Heart in the Sholazar Basin. Rep helps with it. Oh. Now the pre-patch event is already live on the PTR, so if you want to check it out, go check it out. Yep. Alright. Let me, let me read this. Uh... All right, so I'm going to post this copy. Where is it at? All right, I'm on that right there. All right, Blizzard has just released a blue post offering some developer insight on common community feedback. Uh, covering topics regarding raid lockouts. 
Uh, I had to fix something. Uh, race and faction change, achievements, looking for group tools, and arena titles. Additionally, Blizzard con also confirmed that they have no plans for random dungeon finder. Edit. Blizzard posted even more clarification to questions later in the thread. So, Blizzard says, hey everybody, now we've announced that Wrath of the Lich King Classical release on September 26th. I want to give you an update on some of the items we've been collecting feedback on since our beta began. Now, raid lockouts. I've been curious about this. There's been lots of questions about it, so hopefully this will tell us. We decided that lockouts should be shared between heroic and normal versions of the raid, but not between 10 and 25 player versions of the raid. You'll be able to do both the 10 player and 25 player version of each raid every lockout period. We'll have to choose between normal and heroic for the raids that offer that choice. Our original concern was with players feeling required to do the same raid multiple times per week in order to keep up. But that came more from original experience of Trial of the Crusader than from Naxxramas. Trial of the Crusader's original release allowed you to run four different versions of the same content in a single week, all of which provided better loot than anything that had been previously available, which created enormous pressure to run all four versions in order to leapfrog over the Ulduar loot. Making the normal heroic version of the Trial of the Crusader's Sherry Lockout does a lot to mitigate that but by cutting the number of weekly runs in half. Additionally, players have pointed out that in many cases, they want to be able to run the 25-player version of the raid with their guild while pugging the 10-player version. Ultimately, that positive social aspect of having raids of various sizes available each week is compelling to us and fits our goal of providing a vibrant social ecosystem for friendships to form and develop in. You might, for example, find yourself pugging 10-player raids with a few of the same people from time to time and end up inviting them to fill an empty slot in your main ro raid roster later. By contrast, if you could do both normal and heroic in the same week, you'd be incentivized to push your existing group to run them back to back, which is a, the same sort of positive social experience. This was recently bugged on the Wrath Classic Beta, and both 10-25 player versions of Naxxramas appeared to share a lockout, but that was unintended and will be fixed before we launch. Related to this, we also plan to make any trinkets with both normal and heroic versions, such as Death's Verdict, sharing unique equip category so that you can't have both versions of the same trinket equipped at the same time. While it was originally possible to do this, it was never intended and motivated us to create the unique equipped categories back then. Prior to creating the unique equipped categories, we could only prevent characters from wearing two copies of the same exact item. Yeah, that would be weird having... Brandon? Yes. Okay. You look like you fell asleep. <laughs> no, I was listening to you. It would be weird to have a 10-man version of a trinket and a 25-man version of the trinket both equipped. I don't think, yeah. I mean, one's better than the other for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So. Now, if you got a really good trinket have both versions, then you'd, whew, yeah. So, race yeah. and faction change. While it won't be ready for launch of September, we have changed our minds on this, and we're working on adding the race and faction change as a paid service in the feature, future patch. Originally, we planned not to offer race and faction change at all, because it felt like it removed some of that fantasy feeling of having dramatically different 
physical attributes that affect your gameplay. Uh, we were also a little worried about players chasing the flavor of the month in terms of racial abilities. However, we're convinced by the argument that being able to play with your friends is more important that you should be able to bring your accomplishments with you when you do. This turns out to be the same trade-off provided by transferring between realms, which is already available at a paid service, so it makes sense to make the same decision with respect to race and faction change. In short, this fits our aim to nurture and protect social experiences, so we'll work on it for an upcoming patch. So that's cool, because they originally said new. And now they're going, eh, okay. Looking for group tools. We continue to iterate on the bulletin board style looking for a group tool. And we do not have plans to add the random dungeon finder. For players, this has probably been the hottest topic of discussion since our announcement. And we welcome all the continued feedback on how to improve the tool and make it better. I know this will be disappointing news for some. But we want to settle this topic before launch so everyone knows what to expect and can play accordingly. We remain hopeful that our recent anti-boosting changes, especially on fresh start realms, will invigorate the lower level dungeons around launch. We also expect the Look for Group tool to help facilitate. Boy, I read it in my head. Great, facilitate long-term friendship formation for players who are looking for it. Okay. Whatever. I still say that. Uh, just. I, I, I now I put it on the other podcast, so I'll put it on this one. The, yeah. uh, the best way to fix the looking for group, the random looking for group finder, is to not put it out when it first comes out, but to wait until it's been three, four, five months after the release. Every time they release a dungeon, they have to wait like three to six months or whatever before it actually becomes part of the random dungeon finder. And that way... One, people will actually look for groups before, you know, when it gets first released. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.